Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Sports with Timothy McCain. A couple of uh, topics, sports topics we're going to be talking about today is uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie's free agency. And the last thing we're going to be talking about is the Kareem Hunt situation with the Cleveland Browns, which he was signed for a one-year, $645,000 contract. And uh, so for the first thing we're going to be talking about is uh, Kyrie Irving and the Boston Celtics. Now, the Boston Celtics have an 8-2 and, eight and two record. Um, without Kyrie, the team morale seems better. Um, Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown—they they all seem to play better. That for some reason, I'm not sure if it's the coach. The coaches, I think, I feel like for the coach's culture, he doesn't need a superstar. He needs a star. You know, he's he. So, some coaches are better suited for star players, and some coaches can can work well with superstars. Like Phil Jackson can work with superstars. A la Michael Jordan, a la uh, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal. Some coaches need don't need that superstar type. And with um, Brad Stevens' coaching style, it seems like he likes it where the ball is free-flowing. It's always moving. And when your best player is ball-dominant, it really messes up the flow of the system. I believe that Kyrie thought that he was the system, that he could be a system player in that system but Kyrie needs the ability to flow. He's kind of like, you know what? He's he's possibly like a Paul George. Paul George, he talked to his coach, Billy Donovan. And Billy Donovan watched hours and hours of tape trying to figure out, you know, what, what spot of the court Paul George likes and how to set him up. And then he was like, yo, coach, like, I need... I, I don't need all these all these system-type plays. Like, I want a free-flowing of the offense. And I believe that uh, Kyrie is that same way. He's not like that system type. Give him the ball. He'll attack. If he sees an opening, he'll distribute it. If not, he'll score himself. Mainly, he'll he'll probably do it the, the latter. He'll score it himself. But Ky- Kyrie needs the ball in his hands. And guys like a Jason Tatum and a Jalen Brown... They they need they need the ball, you know what I mean? Or they because their numbers have been down, the minutes have been down. Terry Rozier, scary Terry. I mean, he was he was a big part of the playoffs last year. He would wear a Drew Bledsoe jerseys because I think that somebody messed up his name or something like that. But um, I know that Kyrie made uh in the you know last October, he told the fans that he would like to stay for years and years to come if the Celtics would have him. Um, at this rate, the Celtics, I mean, Marcus Morris was saying they weren't having any fun. And then the last game, when they beat the 76ers, it looked like they were having fun. So I think long-term, Kyrie's over there. The problem with the Celtics, and, and the crazy thing is they have four draft picks next year. They have three draft picks. Um, they have they have, they have have three draft picks that are other teams because they were able to trade away some assets. And from the looks of it, they could either they could get the tenth, the fifteenth, the twenty-first, and the twenty-third pick in next year's draft with the fifty-third draft pick of their own. So the twenty-third and the fifty-third, when it comes to the, the standings of right now, that's where that's their own picks. But the tenth, the fifteenth, and the twenty-first are other teams that they traded their picks for the for the Boston Celtics years ago. So the the Celtics have draft picks. The problem, and Danny Ainge has been able to get and use those draft picks, um, at least some of them, because if you look at the list of the amount of players who they drafted, only one or two of them actually. Um, so, so it was the 2014 draft when they got uh, Marcus Smart. All right. Then they had uh, 2015, they got Jalen Brown. 
2016, uh, tw I think 20, 2017, they got Jason Tatum. In 2018, they got a guy named Robert Williams. Um, so, but they had a lot of first rounders and second rounders, like a RJ Hunter that's not on the team. They had a lot of busts, but usually they've had one or two picks where they're still using. So I would say they're having three three of their major picks that they've had, which is Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum are still on the team, and Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier was a 2014 pick. So no, no, it was it was it was uh, Marcus Smart. Terry, no, it was Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, then Jason Tatum. And so I feel like they, that's that's a part of their core of their offense. And so when I look at it, I'm like, Danny Ainge has been able to, to draft really good players. The problem is with these 10th, 15th, and 21st picks, how good will those picks be? Because very few teams win without superstars, unless Jason Tatum, because Jalen Brown's good, but I don't know if he'll be a superstar. Jason Tatum could have the possibility of being a superstar if he continued to add to his game. I'm not saying that Jalen Brown can't, but I'm saying the potential is greater when it comes to the eye test of a Jason Tatum. I'm not, saying, I'm not taking away anything from Jalen Brown because Jalen Brown's a good player, and he could also get better. Like a Jimmy Butler got way better. You know, he first started averaging six points, and now he went all the way up to 20. So you can definitely work your way up. And Jalen Brown, he's already, he was already more talented by the time he got drafted than a Jimmy Butler. So if he were to go on that progression, maybe he could score 25, 26 for, for his highest ceiling. But I think that the, the, the key for the Celtics, they can, they can move on from Kyrie, okay? The question is, can they develop their talent and make them superstars? That's the question. Because very few teams in NBA history win without a superstar. Only two teams in the modern era have won. It was the Seattle uh, Supersonics and Detroit Pistons that won without superstars. And the only reason why they won was because, especially for the Detroit Pistons, was because the Lakers, in my opinion, were in disarray. So I would say that you need superstars. So Celtics, Kyrie does not work in their system. But the Celtics need to create a superstar or develop a superstar that can work in their system and they will be successful. And maybe Brad Stevens, people can say again, oh, Brad Stevens, he's the next Popovich. But right now, can you really say that he's the next Popovich if he's, you know, they're, they're winning, but the team morale is down. Now, maybe, maybe people say, well, hey, if they're winning, shut up. It doesn't matter. But eventually, if that, that stuff will start caving in and then when they start losing games, that stuff will start crumbling down real quick, you know? And so I just feel like the Celtics, they're good. But if Kyrie's, I mean, they ultimately Kyrie makes them a better team when it comes to because you have a superstar. But it, to me, it makes, it makes them a better team only because Kyrie's on it. But the team around when it comes to like moving the basketball makes them better. I think, so I think it could be two-sided. But personally, I think they're better with Kyrie Irving because they have a closer, because they got a guy who says, hey, look, I can take over a game. They don't have that yet. And so that's that's the difference. They're a better team when it comes to with team morale and stuff like that. But when the game's on the line, that's when you need a superstar, and that's when you have Kyrie Irving. But I do think the Celtics can move on from Kyrie and develop their star players, but they have to make them into superstars. Or Jason Tatum 
has got to score at least 24 to 26 next season if Kyrie Irving which would leave, which I believe that Kyrie Irving would go back to New York. You know, the what what the what the Knicks did by tra- trading away Porzingis, who which is who's an injury prone Porzingis at that, they were able to free a lot of cap space cap space. So now they can have two free agents. So maybe a Kyrie and a Kevin Durant or a Kyrie and an Anthony Davis were to go, um that the New York Knicks would be relevant again. So I believe uh, that could be an issue. I mean, that could be an issue for the East and for, I mean, it would be an issue, but then you got teams like the 76ers who obviously, if they were to keep uh, Tobias Harris, I'm not sure if they'll keep Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler's leaving because he's like, look, they got a bunch of guys and I'm not getting the ball as much as I want. So he could potentially leave. But if they were to, if both of them were to stay, a Tobias Harris and a Jimmy Butler, the 76ers would still stay super relevant along with the uh, star status of Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. The Milwaukee Bucks are coming. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, he's incredible. Um, and he's got a really good cast with him with Chris Middleton, Eric Bledsoe, and all those guys. So they're legitimate players. Um, I just feel like when it comes to Kevin Durant, I believe that Kevin Durant wants to be the guy who leads a team. Like if he were to go to New York and win a championship, I mean, let's say he 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 won three championships in a row with the Golden State Warriors. Goes to New York and then eventually wins a championship in New York City. That would be incredible. That would be that would take away all the doubt about. Oh well, he only could win with Golden State, or he he left the team that was three and one. If he wouldn't win, go to a team in New York or go to a team as the Los Angeles Clippers. So he's he's got he's got options. The question though is. Nobody has really, since the NBA is filled with just a bunch of players joining super teams, he's got to have another, he's got to have another player with him. It probably won't be Kawhi because I think that they had an issue back in the day. I think Kevin Durant said something to, about Kawhi Leonard or or vice versa or something like that. But I believe that Kevin Durant will leave Golden State to try to pursue something else if they win and the uh, Golden State Warriors owners, they they really give him money. I mean, they give him a lot of money, and they say, hey, look, you keep on winning. There could be a potential that he stays with Golden State. I hope not, because I believe then that the Golden State Warriors will win for the next two, three years after this, and then they probably would be the, I mean, they'd be the greatest continue. I mean, they they would do something that not even Michael Jordan did, you know. I mean, if they if they signed Kevin Durant for another three years after this year, they could be, they could potentially win six straight championships, I mean, that's how dominant Kevin Durant is. That's how dominant Stephen Curry is. You know what I mean? If they were to re-sign Klay Thompson, oh, man, it would just be a wrap. So I believe for competition, for the sake of competition, I want to see Kevin Durant in as a New York Knicker, Knickerbocker or as a Los Angeles Clipper. Now, for my second topic, I want to talk about Kareem Hunt. Now, this is a very serious topic. Because you got an athlete who pushed and kicked a woman. And that is never acceptable. It is wrong by all means. And he should be suspended. He was cut from his team. He was publicly ridiculed. And he deserved to be cut. Because you don't, you don't, you don't never put your hands on a woman. And he should definitely be suspended for six games. But we're talking about a young man's life. The man is 23 years old. 
he should be given a second chance. Everyone talking about, oh, there should be a zero zero tolerance policy. Oh, there should be that we shouldn't allow the man pushed and kicked her, which is wrong, and he should be publicly and he was publicly ridiculed, and he will never and many people will never view him the same. They always say, well, he did this, he did that, but he didn't kill anybody. He didn't punch her in the face like a Ray Rice punched his wife, knocked her out, and drug her out of the elevator. Alright? What he did was absolutely wrong. And 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 men, and we've got to do a better job of, of seeing women as equal because they are equal. Okay, and there needs to be, and you know, there's always these sayings that football players are a little off. Um, but what I would say to that is you need to teach, there needs to be some sort of program that, that tells young men about respecting women, but also respecting themselves. There's a verse in the Bible where it talks about when a husband, like how, when a husband loves his wife, it's a reflection of himself. So when you see a man who's beating up on a woman, it's really a reflection of how he feels about himself because no respecting man. Is going to want to put himself in a position to hurt to hurt his reputation to hurt because because I mean a name is your name is more valuable than riches because your name can establish you you know what I mean that your name is who you are you know what I mean who you build yourself to be who you are as a person and so I believe that Kareem Hunt he's seeking help he's you know he's going through therapy and stuff like that he needs to develop as a man. You know what I mean? He needs to become the man that he should be by respecting himself and respecting the people around him to make sure that this never happens again cuz this can never happen again. But the man but I believe in second chances. I do not believe that you should just throw a man who's 23 years young and just throw away his whole career and his whole life. I mean he spent his whole life Working to this point. And that's what, that's what we should teach young athletes. One, you can work your whole life. I mean, some people can, have been working since, since they were 10 or, 10 or 11 years old till they're 20-something years old to get drafted, 20, 22 years old. So 11 to 10 years just working and grinding and running and lifting and training their body, you know what I mean, to become the athlete they're supposed to be. One mistake can 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 ruin your life. And so I'm not tell I wouldn't tell these young men to to live out of fear, but I would tell them to be wise in who they hang around with, but also to to judge yourself when it comes to like how should I handle these situations? Think before you speak, think before you act. Now it can be hard if someone's yelling in your face, calling you out your name and cussing at you and all this other stuff, but you got to make sure to walk away. And to also make sure you're not putting yourself in positions with people who are crazy or who want to take advantage of you. Because an athlete, you always wonder, who's really for me? You know, you're making a certain amount of money. You have a certain amount of status. You got people in your family asking you for money. You have all these girls coming and asking you, oh, let's hang out. Let's do this. You don't know what their agenda is. I just, I just believe in second chances and I believe for an athlete you have to be wise in your decisions and I believe that and I hope that Kareem Hunt has learned from this situation and that he becomes more and more of the man he's supposed to be that God made him supposed to be so that that's what I have to say about the Kareem Hunt situation give that man a second chance 
I know there'll be there'll be people who will always see him as someone who pushed and kicked a woman and not as a man who he can grow and develop to be. But I just want to say that God sees him as somebody who's significant, even if other man doesn't. Um, so I just say, don't make the decision again. You have a second chance. Even if the NFL suspends you for six games, which they will and which they should, I would tell Kareem Hunt, go all out. Go all out because the NFL is a production. The business in general is about performance and production. What you do on the field is how they judge you. So Kareem Hunt, I would tell Kareem Hunt, go out and do the best you can. Do the best you can. Live to run. Do do whatever you can. Catch anything to become the best player that you can be, to grow in the man you can be so you can be in the league for many, many, many more years to come. Thank you, everybody. This is Timothy McCain. Have a good one.